Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Before we get into this week's episode, we want to give a very special shout out to Dulce Orozco. She's a licensed mental health counselor doing incredible work in the Latinx community. She supports immigrant families and employees to get their best mental health in order in a group dynamic through group sessions and a support group that will change your life. She's giving a shout out to her work today, which she established this year by supporting companies, organizations, and institutions that want to take care of their Latinx employees and people of color in the best possible way. You can find more out about Dulce at her website, which is dulceorozco.com. There you can also schedule a free consultation. She's looking forward to hearing from you and empowering you in this very important group setting, providing therapeutic support, encouragement, and love. Thank you, Dulce, for what you do. And now let's get on with this week's show. Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 131. And today we have a very exciting end of year podcast for you because this will actually be our last 2021 podcast. We're going to take a little break. I think we've definitely earned that after so many back-to-back shows and episodes and appointments with our one-on-one clients. We are taking two weeks off at the end of December, and we thought there is no better topic than the topic of goals, New Year's resolutions, and sticking to your goals. Because when you listen to this episode, it'll be about the middle of the month. It'll be a great time for you to think about writing your goals down and getting going. So before we get into that and how we're going to succeed in 2022, how are my partners doing today? Pretty well. Con frillito, <laughs> pero ya, con el calentón puesto. Con el motor encendido. This is our second mm-hmm. episode of the day. In our first episode, we reported to being cold. Our second episode, we are still cold, but we're hot when it comes to goal setting. So let's ready, do this. Ready, let's do this. We bring the heat when it comes to goals. That's what we do. <laughs> it's like a rap song. Oh my God, I got all these hype women. I love it. This is our bread and butter. This is what we do best. We're all about coaching and accountability and transformation. And we have a lot of clients that have been working with us for the entire year. I have a client that we were just talking. Friday, we were talking about the fact that we got to get going on 2022 because when we met in 2020 and planned 2021, she met all her goals and then some. She looked at her vision board. She looked at the goals that we created on our template and she was knocking them out. One of her big, big, big goals she just recently accomplished. And she's a religious listener to the podcast. I know you, you know who I'm talking about, girl. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited to see your next set of goals. We're going to meet in about a week to talk about 2022. And it's that simple. It is that simple, writing it down, thinking about a plan, having an accountability coach. But I know it can be harder. So today we want to talk about simplifying goals and sticking to it and what works and really how to set yourself up to win. So again, you'll hear this mid-December and we hope that you'll listen and take action. I'm going to start with that. The tip of the day is the first thing I'm going to say because it's the most important thing we'll say for the duration of this episode. Take action because this conversation doesn't matter. None of what we say today matters if you do nothing with it. So the most important thing around goals is taking action and actually achieving and committing to them, no matter how small, no matter how big, no matter if it takes all year, no matter if it's the first thing you decide to do and you're done with it on January 30th, please, please, please take action. So with that being said, I'm going to start with Ceci because I see in her notes that one of her suggestions is to start small. What do you mean by that, Ceci? 
with everything just start small like don't try to tackle so many goals and so many tasks at once because then you're going to get overwhelmed and i say that from experience because i do that you know i tend to do that and for once i felt like this year i did something that i was like okay i'm going to do one goal that i know that i'm going to stick to it and i want to stick to it and some weeks um are better than others but my goal this entire year was to do my meal plan you know i always talk about that do my meal plan Friday, sit down, uh, map out what we're going to eat um, Monday through Friday for the following week so that I'm not stressed out during the week and trying to figure out like, what are we going to eat? Oh, let's just order food. Let's just do this. And so what it, what does it do? It like it makes us, um, you know, stick to our eating healthy um, more, more or less during the week, Monday to Friday. And also it relieves that relieves that stress of not knowing what we're going to eat. So that that was my goal. I've I've pretty much stuck through it like the entire year. You know, I'm not gonna say it's been perfect every single week because it hasn't. There's weeks where I'm like, fuck, I didn't, you know, I didn't order um, imperfect produce or like, oh my god, I didn't like uh, schedule it before. So we're gonna get a surprise box and random stuff. So there's be there's been weeks like that for the but for the most part, I've stuck to it. Sit down, I map out what we're gonna eat, and then that way I know what to order for the upcoming coming week. And if there's other things that perhaps my um, delivery service doesn't doesn't um, carry, then I'm going to go to the grocery store, a quick little run um, when, and not make, it, not make it overwhelming, you know? And so, you know, we I keep it, keep it small, keep it simple. ¿Qué vamos a comer esa semana? All right. Um, and I try to cook, I try to cook like uh, for two days ahead of time. So like two days and then we're going to eat like today, we're going to eat today and then tomorrow and then so forth and so, so on. So that's one thing. Uh, the exercise, I feel like that's kind of goes up and down, you know, depending on motivation, depending on who I'm, who I'm, I've partnered with to hold me accountable. I know this year uh, I did it with you girls a couple times, maybe twice a year or twice this year that I'm like, all right, let's do the, our little workout plan. Um, and that works for me. Um, that's what keeps me motivated. And again, it goes up and down because there might be a goal that I'm going um, or that I'm, that I'm working towards, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm running for half marathon. Okay. So I'm going to be running and, or, um, you know, I'm planning for this trip or whatever. And I'm, I'm going to be exercising a little bit more in different ways. So that's another one. I want to talk a little bit about like what my goal is kind of going forward in the new, new year, 2022. Um, I'm going to try to multitask less because I get so overwhelmed I get so it's so hard not to though it's so hard not to uh i'm saying this as like i'm sitting here podcasting with my personal computer have my work computer over here to the left y que estaba haciendo earlier estaba doblando ropa aquí tengo so no, i'm gonna ask it's hard not to you know especially when we're working from home it's hard not to but i'm not i'm gonna try not to uh today i was good with like my i gave myself like maybe two hours to work on level of latina stuff um, because I feel like if when I'm jumping back and forth or I want to like be fast and prompt and like do things, then I, I miss things. Like, I easily miss, miss things. Um, I'm, I feel like I, sometimes I try to be like Irene and like jump on it and like respond to it, but then I miss things. If I'm not like concentrated in like that specific task, then I miss things. And like, it's things that I'm like, you know, like things on the calendar that I forgot to set a reminder, like, which happened to me last month. I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't set a reminder for that. And that's something that I should have done like months ago. And then I didn't. So then, um, then I'm hard on my, on myself. It ends up working out, but then it's like, oh, why, why, why create the stress on myself where I can 
designate the time, like, okay, de esta hora a esta hora, I'm going to be doing level of Latina stuff. Maybe the next hour in between, then I'll go for a walk or a run or exercise. And then the last two hours of the, the day, go back to, you know, I don't know, um, working on a wheel, you know, just to throw something out there. Um, so that's kind of like my intention for, for the year. Um, and again, mapping it out, creating the little, I have my vision board from last year still right here looking at, uh, there's a lot of, I mean, there's still, still things there that I have yet to accomplish because I, I set it out for like 10 years out, five years out, um, I think one year out and then the now. So that's in my, my little pictures that I created. Uh, but I did that this year too with, um, with my agenda. And I know I talked about this before too. Like I wrote things down, the agenda that I purchased was good in like laying out plans for like the next three months, uh, things I want to accomplish in a month, things that I want to accomplish within the first six months of the year. Yes. See, and it breaks it down. And then each month you reflect back and look back at the map you created and then you and then you see for yourself did i accomplish that okay why not and so the pone pensar pues so that's kind of my ideal my idea for this upcoming year and my tip too it's like look at you know start small um look at it month by month um and then i know we talked about this last year or i guess the beginning of this year that perhaps january is not the year for you to you know start off with your goals and maybe february after you know, todo, todo los holidays pasaron, que de, de reyes, and you're like, oh, January, I just want to, like, not care about creating a plan, and maybe February is going to be my month. So those are my tips. I love that you remind people of that every year. Like, maybe January is too high pressure and too much going on. That's my birthday month. That's Vettel's birthday month. Like, yeah, maybe January, you just want to be on vacay holiday mode still. No shame in that. Start in February. But I, the biggest takeaway I got from what you said is, like, starting small helps to stick to it. You had accountability buddies. You being my accountability buddy twice in the year actually propelled me to then get like a coach in the summer and like checking with him daily. And I had incredible results. Like I had like this hundred day stint, but I wouldn't have done it. I think had I not had the, like the two little things that you and I did, because I'm like, I'm already in the zone. I'm already into it. I'm already for yeah. 30 minutes because it says he's thing. And some days I miss it. And then I have to double up. And I think one time we did it for three weeks and I missed two days altogether. Anyway, it got me in the habit. So starting small was good because then I did something major and I did a hundred day stint of where I worked out for a hundred days straight. Like I would not have told you at the beginning of last year that I was going to do something like that and like stick to it. And I have my watch, my little freaking Apple watch, and I have people following me. So I was like accountable to them. Like they get to measure, like they got to really see like what I was doing or not doing. And he'd be like, it's late, girl. Like it's 10. You you going to break your 100 day streak. I know one day, like I know he pushed me like day 78. He like threw me out the door to go running because I was about to like throw in the towel. So you said it. Accountability partners go a long way. And then the one thing Sussy said, we always forget, but writing it down, too many people, this seems so simple, but too many people have their goals in their head. Like you're not going to accomplish anything. If you don't have the visual, like I also have my vision board, like to the right of me, like Sissy looked to her right. For those that are listening, they can't see that we that we see each other, but she looked to her right. And then I looked to my right, like there's my vision board. So write it down and put it somewhere where you can see it. I alluded to my client earlier and she looked at her goals every day right next to her vision board. So what is she thinking right now? Job 1A is a new vision board or an updated vision board because, you know, like Ceci said, you have long-term stuff and then an updated set of goals that are right next to you. So visuals, visuals, visuals all day, every day, write it down. And then we work backwards just sometimes to make sure that what we wrote down makes sense. What about you, Vero? What's your top tip for this simplifying the goals and making them happen? 
Don't get overwhelmed. I feel that at the beginning of the year, we want to do so much. So if January is just too much, you want to start in February or you know what? Get started. Get started today. Um, but the reality is like, you need to be ready mentally, like really get yourself in that zone. Like talk to yourself and be like, okay, Hey girl, you ready for this? Because we should be ready for this. Like we waited, we've waited two years for this, or we, we, you know, we put our plans from 2020 and hold because of 2021. And you know what? Now is the time, you know, we can't take, um, what we, where we're at and being in the present for granted. Um, so I love that we're using simplifying. I love that we're um, that we're saying, you know, sometimes we're trying to do too much where we get overwhelmed and all that. So for me, it's like, have your one big dream, have that one big dream and reverse engineer it. We recently had a conversation with our girls on the guilt-free squad. You know, we, um, <clears throat> it was like, okay, so what is your, how do you work down a goal? Like, what have you, how do you work like this? And you really say like, okay, what do I want to do in three years? Right. And then you break it down from there. And those end up being your monthly goals, your weekly goals, your daily goals. And, and you really ve- realize what's going to be important to focus on. And you be like, you know what? I don't need to focus on this right now. That's going to be for me to focus on in a year. So what I can do right now is this. So it's not only reverse engineering it and from the big dream that you have, but it's also simplifying it and making it less overwhelming for yourself. So don't be afraid to go for that big dream. Don't go afraid. Don't be afraid of it. But then once you have that big dream, how do you accomplish it? Write it down, the step-by-step process. What will it take to be get there if it's a five-year goal? What will it take to get there? And making sure that you break it down that way so that you visually see it as well and aren't afraid to take that step. Like, oh, I've been, I haven't been doing my savings for the last two months. I need to kick it up. What do I need to do to make sure I catch up to that? Um, if it's if it's working out, then you know, man, I haven't gone for a run in the last two months. What do I do? You know? Um, or what is like, I haven't done my yoga. I haven't done my mental health exercises, you know, my meditation. Um, I haven't reached out to my family. I've been wanting to reach out to primas or primos or like, you know, recently I was just at my friend's wedding this past Friday or well, now that you're listening in mid December, it was like the first Friday of December. And I had not seen a lot of my friends, um, in two years almost. So, you know, one of my friends, her dad passed away with COVID and I didn't get to see her until now to actually give her a hug and tell her like, I'm so sorry for not being able to physically be there with you and show you my support this way. And it was very overwhelming. You know, at the beginning of the year, I lost my cousin as well. And, and it's for me this year, it's like, forget about, you know, it's COVID times and we can't see each other. Now we have measures in place. Now we're taking precautions. We have, most of us are vaccinated. Some people are not, uh, don't agree with the vaccinations, but you know what? It's like, if you're vaccinated, let's take advantage of it. What can you do to still reach out to the people that you love, the people that you care and make an effort to see them so that it's not too late later. So that's my thing. You know, I, I feel like many times we do focus on like money goals, work goals, you know, like body goals and all these other things. But sometimes you have to take care of our inner self too. And some of that is rekindling friendships and relationships that matter to us and that help us keep our joy and keep us and remind us of how chingonas we are, you know, like, Hey, you're a badass. Like, why are you, why are you okay with this kind of thing? Like, why are you okay with selling for that? Or why are you, why are you not questioning what's happening? So it's beautiful to remind ourselves that the people in our life matter, that are people, they bring a special, a specialness into our life. So remember those people, reach out to them and also program them into your calendar to see them. So I think that's important. And, you know, because what's the point of reaching all those goals if you have no one around you to celebrate and especially the people that love you? 
That's right, Vettel. And I love that because her point, my biggest takeaway is like take inventory on who you are, like what you need. Everybody has different goals. Like no pressure to write down some stuff that like you have no intention of having body goals. But since everybody's talking about body goals and everybody's talking about the new year and everybody's starting a diet. <laughs> it's totally me right now. No, but that's most of us. <laughs> I've told you guys that I get overwhelmed by that. So I'm like, I'm just going to move more this year. I'm just going to walk. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it super real. At the beginning of last year, if we play back the tape, we could play back the tape from our goals last year. I think I just said something like, I'm going to try to hike. I'm going to try to walk. And I was over here doing 100 days in the summer. Mm -hmm. So things started small and I was realistic, y'all. I wasn't trying to work out. But then Vero, I mean, Ceci over here with her booty workouts, I was like, I guess we got to work out. Which, by the way, my dog ate the exercise ball. No excuse. Oh. But <laughs> we didn't fully ingest it, but it's yeah. gone. But the point is, like Vero said, take inventory about what matters for you. Like, don't do what other people are doing because you're not going to stick to it. Yeah. Number two, time and people over money and material time putting time into the people putting time into your life like that's why i'm all about like travel to me it's almost like a selfish goal because we have a family budget where we are traveling like once my kids start to realize if, if i was them i'd be asking for trips because my mama funds books and trips books and trips like i never say no to educational things and i wouldn't say no to traveling to be quite honest but we have a budget for it now does that take from other life goals where I may not have like a bigger house and a bigger car and nicer things? Sure. But those things don't speak to me. It's like time and travel and travel with people that I love and travel with my kids. So own what is you like own you a thousand percent. And then another thing that I was thinking about in listening to Veto is like a reward system, like put in place. I think what helps for some and it may not help for all but for some like what's going to be your reward for reaching your goal i really like that about the last year like i put little things in place where if i reach the goal then i could have this other thing a photo shoot another trip or some people take things away in order to like reach a goal so my husband had this personal goal and he was like i'm not going to golf again this year until i reach this goal and I was like, wow, that's an interesting reward system because he took away from his life something that he loves, y'all. Loves and it's like his self-care and it's something he just really enjoys. But he knew like my butt's on the line for this other goal. It means more to me than I'm going to sacrifice a good time. So a reward system, I think, works. Everybody's different. Maybe you're going to get something out of it or maybe you're going to take something out of your life. And until you reach your goal, you can't get it back. So like Vero, if Vero took away Micheladas, then you better believe she would change your goals because she wants her michelada back. I'm just kidding, Vero. Like, You're like, I don't want my curva. I just want that michelada. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't have body goals, but I have beer goals. Oh, for no, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I think rewards work to a point. So take inventory on who you are. Take inventory on how last year went for you. And reevaluate like did you really make authentic goals was it really you did you really want that stuff and it's okay to not have certain goals like it's okay to not put what the status quo says we should put so more on this topic we are life coaches we love goals we love holding our team accountable so what's that been like what's it been like working with each of our clients and them achieving some incredible goals y'all can go anywhere with this like maybe tell me about a great goal that one of your clients achieved or maybe a big hard one that they're working on now like give us some advice based on us as amazing coaches i think um i think just holding them accountable like that's why they i mean they're making the investment they're showing up and then having the coach and knowing that they're going to have the session creates this sense of urgency like shit i need to get on it 
um, eso fue lo que me dijo ahora my, my, the client that I met with and I've been meeting with her. Um, I told her, I'm like, oh my God, believe it or not, like this is our fifth week in a row that we're meeting. And with her, you know, each, each, yeah, each client is different, right? So we're, we're going to assess you and we're going to like, once we meet you, we, we meet, once we meet with you for the first time, we're going to know and, and assess with you. Like, is it going to work to meet like, um, every week? Is that something that you need? Uh, and with this client, she needed it. She was okay with that. I was okay with that. It worked with our schedules. So we're meeting, um, for six weeks in a row. Um, and then kind of like, Uh, see what what it's going to look like for the rest of like her sessions that she's paid but that's what she said I'm like how do you feel and she said oh my god I feel like I'm accomplishing things that I set out for myself and I told her my why do you think that is or what what has changed she's like because I know I'm going to see you and I know that you're going to ask me about it and um you know so those that's that's what I'm getting done and I told her I agree. Um, I've worked, we all three of us have worked with coaches in the past and I, that's the same feeling. Like we were making the investment and because there's this person, right. That, that is holding us accountable. And she even said it, she's like, I know it's like uh, uh, things that, that are going to be benefit me. Like when you asked me, like when I asked her like, Hey, what did you do for self-care? Did you go to the gym? Like if I do it or not, like that's not going to benefit you, you know, you're holding me accountable. It's going to benefit you know, yo, yo misma me va a beneficiar. So, um, I mean, that's, that's kind of like what I've learned. Like, I mean, something that I knew obviously for myself, but also I see it with the clients, they show up, they, uh, they meet their goals because they know that we're gonna, you know, we're gonna ask them about, and they're gonna keep on showing up because they like what they're seeing. They, they've seen the progress, progress in themselves and they like what they're seeing that change. Right. Um, the word that came up today with her was, you know, I'm okay with being uncomfortable now. I wasn't before. And now like, oh, I feel uncomfortable, but I know that in the long run, it's going to benefit me. It's going to benefit the the business, you know? So I was like, yay, bravo, we're making progress. Love, 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 love that. You have to get okay with being uncomfortable. All major goals are bringing you outside of your comfort zone. Their consistency you haven't had, they're changing your life, they're changing your body, maybe they're changing your bank account. How many people sabotage themselves as soon as they're making a little more money? It's the money you wanted to make, but then you can't handle more money because suddenly it's the most money you've ever had. Get uncomfortable, boo. It's a good problem to have. Don't overspend, start saving. It's like a new habit you have to build, right? A new body that you have. Well, now you have to get comfortable with veggies. You're going to be eating them for the rest of your life. Were you uncomfortable at first? Did you hate salad? Sure. Now it's your best friend. So it's true that like you step into this new zone, this leveled up life, and you have to sustain that and you get to sustain it. It's not a have to. You get to because you want this next life. So I'm really happy that you shared that little insight. Your session was today. What about you, Vero? Give us some golden nuggets from your awesome clients and their goal setting and goal achieving. I feel my, the women I've worked with uh, this past year have really worked on a lot of a variety of, of different kind of goals. One of my clients came in and she's like, I just want to build my self-confidence. And this self-confidence really helped her break through so many barriers in the sense of like helping her, like she too just started another job and made a major move. She made a major move. I'm so proud of her. Like she moved from the Bay to LA and no one really just picks up from the Bay and leaves to LA got an awesome job. You know, she's, you know, she's an expert in what she does. And there was so much doubt in her before because she's like, well, you know, holding herself back, you know, she's like, she knew all these things that she was good at. Like she had this long list of like, professionally, this is where I'm at, but you know, I don't have a degree. So I, I mean, no one wants to hire me because of that. I'm like, no, people will want to hire because of this long list of great things that you do. But the fact that she had 
that confidence lacking in her and overall, not just work-wise, was really holding her back from so many things in her life. And I'm so proud of her from really taking these big steps, like major leaps. She she tells me now, she's like, I don't I don't even recognize, like, I wouldn't have done this. Like, I, I don't think I would have been able to do this without the support. And I feel that's the beauty of it because, yeah, we might be life coaches. We might be helping you, you know, start your business. We might be helping you, you know, set your goals and, and finding ways, strategies and plans to accomplish them. But it really is you who does the work, right? And through that work, through that, you find the, the transition, the process, you find the answers that, that are within you. Like, oh, crap. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I can do this. And and you start finding and building that confidence. I, I always had a hard time because I always labeled myself overconfident. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm just overconfident. I have no idea where this came from. But I'm blessed because I know that it's so hard to have that. Now, have I lacked in my confidence? Yes. And there's been times where I have. But when I'm working with this woman, I'm like, come on, like it's in you. Like you need to believe that you have it. And she has just left just like leaps, leaps, leaps of change. And then I'm very, very proud of her. So, you know, we talk about this a lot as coaches is like we tell our clients, right? When you work on one part of your life, it's going to, it's going to create results in other aspects of, in every aspect of your life. So because everything's a little cycle, everything works in a, it's, it's all works in a, it's programmed and it works in two little ways. So for me with her, it's been great like that. Um, I'm very proud of her in that case. Um, I have another client that's just been learning how to build boundaries, you know, being, you know, at work and with her family. And it started off with professional. She's like, look, I'm a director. I just don't understand how to do this. Like, and it's like, I don't have the support from, you know, the rest of my team. And this is like, she's already a director. So she doesn't have the support of like, you know, the higher ups, like regional people, like people that she's like, I need to count on to be able to tell me that this, this is going to be okay. And so with her, I'm like, okay, we need to start establishing boundaries also. Like you can't just be the one that takes the bulk of the work. How do we start telling them? Like, you know, it's not just like, oh, it's her. She's going to handle it. So no big deal. No, now you can be like, actually, I'm, unfortunately I can't handle this. I could probably take on one task like this. However, I cannot continue to, you know, bring the whole company forward on my back, you know, without the, without the right team or without the right help. So building boundaries with that. And it's kind of overflowed into her life. Like family, we love family and family is great. And I just mentioned, you know, having the people that you love around you is, it's essential, you know, to making sure that the joy that we feel, we share it with them and they help us value that joy even more. But, you know, sometimes our family takes a toll on us and sometimes our family takes advantage of us. And we need to be able to say, hasta ahí. Like, hey, I'm willing to help. And, and it's uncomfortable because we don't want to tell our families no. We don't want to tell our siblings, you know, or anyone no. Uh, because, you know, who else but our immediate family knows our situation. They know that we have, you know, if we have a good job. They know if we make decent money. They know of this. So they know that, hey, just go ahead and ask that person. They, they won't say no to you. And then comes the, the aprovechado, uh, you know, the taking, taking people, take advantage of people. And you having such a big heart can just give and give and give. And then you're like, wait a minute, left with nothing, right? So it's helped her build, you know, start building those boundaries. And I think it's beautiful when you see women really stand up for themselves, both at work and in their life. Not saying like, no, I'm no longer going to provide or I'm no longer going to do this. It just means like, hey, now I have limits. And if you need my help or if you want my help, I could do it at this level or at th this way. And you set the tone, not people setting that expectation on you. Yeah, I don't know. My clients are just ridiculous. Like I feel they've they've really been fearless. 
Um, you know, I, a lot of my clients have gone for that another job and, and have really worked hard. And I'm glad, I'm glad they're dreaming and they're going with big companies that they're seeing like, wow, this is where I want it to be. This is really where Latinas are kicking ass. You know, one of my girls is a software engineer and she's just like, I want to be at this dream company. She's like, this is, you know, they have the support for Latina engineers and they have this and they have that. I'm like, well, you know what? If that's where you see yourself, because that's what matters, then you're going to go for it. We're going to do it. And and she's there. So I'm just really inspired by them. Um, the fact that they're setting limits, the fact that they're setting goals and they're not being afraid of that old voice telling them like, no, it's, the dream is too big. That's why I say dream big and find a way to reverse engineer it to simplify it so that it doesn't overwhelm you. And so you, th- you can see it as possible. These women have seen it. They've lived it. At first it was like, I don't know if I could do it. But then, you know, with the right support and the right plan in place, girl, it is, you're unstoppable. You're going to go for it. So. A thousand percent unstoppable. And I love it because Vero touched on one of the most important things that we do as coaches. In fact, I was thinking about my clients and like my client testimonial for this piece. And I think the most important thing we do, which I love, is like no judgment. Bring all your dreams here. We're not going to squash them. You know, and like Vero mentioned family. And I've seen it with my clients where it's been unsupportive parents, boyfriends, spouses. There's been a lot of that sort of like crabs in a barrel where they want to pull you down because you're shining so bright and you're growing so much. And they are trying to bring you back down because it makes them uncomfortable to see your growth. It makes them uncomfortable to see you leveling up. And so they're trying to hold you back in a lot of ways. And that can very well be happening in your life. So careful of the saboteurs. I have seen some women in my experience with my coaching and their work. It's all their work. um, Really change their lives for the better. And it often involved removing the toxic family member or partner. It often involved going at it a little bit alone, feeling a little bit alone because you're not understood. But that's the beauty of coaching. Like we understand you. We get you. We know why you want to level up. And we're cheering you on. We're like, yes, <laughs> yeah. no dream is too big and no, no yeah. dream is impossible. And yes, you belong. And as a Latina, you know, we are also breaking through to major goals. We're, we're becoming the first in some environments where we're the only, maybe there's an organization that's all failed. I can think of one of the girls in the guilt-free squad that always talks about like the culture at her company. Like she's like the, the lone female she's Latina. She's probably going to have to pick up golf. You know, who, what do we do? We're firing her up. Like, yes, you do girl. Go learn that. You're going to like that golf. You're going to pick up the damn stick and you're going to hit that (laughs) and you're going to love it. Okay. (laughs) Hound a beer before you hit the ball. It's going to be okay. Okay. Yeah, but the truth is that we are telling her she belongs, not scaring her and telling her that she doesn't belong. And that if her goals are to find more comfort in a space where she's the first, we want her to take up that space. So if you're listening to this and you know that your family is actually counterproductive to your goals, like it's okay to feel bad about it, suck it up, and then we got to keep it pushing. You got to surround yourself by incredible women and incredible people and a surrogate family member, find a supplemental mama that does believe in you. It could be someone you work with. It could be podcasts. You know, you can be listening to podcasts and you're like, well, you know what? Let me make believe these are all my best friends. And they're telling me everything I need to hear because sure, maybe you can't get a one-on-one coach, but the information is out there in terms of goal setting and reaching your goals. Stay in the fired up space. Stay in it. I don't care if you start in January and February, but listen to the podcast, read the books, audio books, regular books, do the things that your mind needs to stay on top of it. Cause we're also, let's keep it real. We're going to get over our goals. After a while, it's like, oh, a whole year, 2022. A lot of people lose steam. So instead of losing that steam, I'm going to tell you right now, we have our clients. So we allow them 
Like we all talked about it. We allowed them to keep going because we're holding them accountable. We have structure, we have meetings. But if you don't have something like a coach, which of course I highly recommend, or an accountability partner, like Ceci mentioned, you know, we have our accountability sessions if we're either working out or even like guilt free squad. That community is an accountability partner. You come once a month and you're working together and we check in daily on WhatsApp and we're sharing goals with one another. Why? Because it's an accountability community. Like our ass is on the line. If we said we want to do X, Y, Z, we've told these women, find those people in your life that are going to be that for you. And again, it may have to be for a little while, just books and podcasts. And maybe you're not comfortable and you don't have really anybody in your circle to turn to and then put your butt out there. If that's the case for you, if your goals are to get a mentor, to find a circle, make it happen, make it happen this year. Like don't go another year without the support system that you need. Because my biggest tip on that is like, there's a lot of victimhood. There's a lot, oh, I can't because of this. I can't because of that. I can't because oh of this. Yes. Limited resources and the way I grew up. Time, not, money, right. time, oh my God. money. And I'm not crapping on that, right? Like we all have a story, but you get to be on one side of the story or the other. We all have a story of how life gave us a cart that we were dealt and now we got to move forward. Well, this is the year. This is the year that time, money, people, status can't be the excuse how to work through that, how to work. There's free resources in the world. There's loan reduced cost coaching. We have our loan reduced cost coaching through Guilfree Squad. There's free podcasts. There's a lot of support that's out there. Get it. In an earlier podcast from last week, we talk about how therapy right now is very much free with a lot of providers because of COVID and because of telehealth services where you can meet with a therapist on a platform similar to Zoom. So let this be the last year that you don't have something like therapeutic services. If you need mental health care, you can get it. You just have to go out there and reach out and ask for it. If you don't have insurance, there's free services. We said it on the last, we said it on the last show. We're saying it on this show. Get the support you need. Make your goals the things that you're tired of saying you want to do, but you haven't done them. This is the year. Write it down, get your group, get your guru, get your accountability partners. Don't be afraid. Let that shit go, man. You know, everyone says, I don't want to start. I don't want to make this goal because what if I fail? Well, what if you fail? Who cares if you do? At least you tried. But the worst part is not trying and then thinking, what would it have been like if I would have tried and I would have, what if I would have made it? What if I would have won? But you know what? When you fail, it makes that win or that success feel so much more enjoyable. You learn to appreciate it. So not everyone's perfect. You know, some people have, you know, not only the checklist and kind of set goals and reach their goals and they become like, but those people, you know, they set intentions. They make sure that they find the time and they find the ways to accomplish that. And it takes work. So if you're just willing to do that, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of failing. Who cares what people think? You know, if we worried about what every single person thought about what we did, we wouldn't get anywhere. So just be fearless go for it. Who cares if you fail, but at least you tried. And now you can find a way to learn from that mistake or that failure to ensure that the next step, the next time, if you feel like it, at least you learn something, but it's very likely you'll succeed. So no, no te des por vencida, like be fearless and go for it. And I wanted to say, if you like what we're saying, if you, if you feel like, okay, maybe this is the year that I want to try coaching, book your assessment, you know, no pierdes nada. They're free. Um, you can learn more about how we work with you one-on-one -on -one and then check it out, you know, to see if it's for you, if it's a good fit. There's three of us. We, we, um, we set you up based on like your needs and how we, and our personalities too, because I think that's important the way, and there's three of us. Okay. There's three of us. So check it out. If it, if you're, you haven't tried coaching before, you want to know a little bit what it's about. I know I've heard 
through the grapevine, like, oh, I want to set it up, but I'm really good friends with Ceci, or I want to set it up, but I'm really good friends with Irene. Pues por eso estamos tres, because if it's, if you don't feel comfortable, like, working, obviously, with us, and, I, and, and we wouldn't, because, you know, it's a conflict of interest, and we know you, then we would set you up with someone else. So book it today. Take advantage of our prices. 2022, our prices are going up. So take advantage of it. If you sign up this year before the end of the year, then you're going to lock in that price for this year. So I know you mentioned that we each work um, independently. We like find your needs, but we also work as a team. When we don't have the answer, guess what? We have Ceci's brain to pick, or because uh, I'm Vero, right? And you're hearing Vero speaking. Like, I will go ask Irene. I will ask Ceci, like, hey, ladies, what do you girls think about this? What can we do? Because sometimes we don't have all the answers and we work as a team, we make it work. We, we, we've coached a few clients where it's been a, a collaborative effort. And because that's what the needs of that client were, they just were, you know, not in the sense all over the place, but they just had different focuses for the time that were working with us. So we're like, okay, what do you think that they need in this case? So we do collaborate to make sure we find what you need. That's what we say. It's custom tailored. It's not like something we could just sell you a book. If we were to sell you, sell you something to just work on something. Yes. But we make sure that we work one-on-one -on -one with you to custom tailor fit your coaching for you, your specific needs, your goals. And it's beautiful because we have each other to rely. We can rely on each other to make sure that what we're doing is going to be great for you. Oh, my God. Where do I sign up? I love it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no worries. I'm going to give you that information at the end of the episode, but this was beautiful. Thank you for opening up your hearts and your minds today to talk about goals. Everybody's talking about them at this time of the year, but we want to make sure that you reach yours. We want to make sure that you spend the time thinking about how you've done, what you're tired of, what you want for you, that you believe in yourself, that you are fearless, como dijo Vero, that you are seeing the vision a great big vision, not afraid of it. We're seeing it with you, that you're rewarding yourself along the way, that you're motivating yourself with all the things you need, that you have the community that you need. Now, if everything I said overwhelmed you, that's not okay. Don't let goals scare you. That's going to be the ultimate point. Goals are there to allow you to level up your life and to grow your life. And it's like human, you know, we were put on this earth to be as great as we can be because each of us is born with it like each of us is born with such great potential and heart and love and then maybe the world corrupts us a little bit and things happen and we were dealt like i said earlier like an unfair card but we all have this greatness inside of us so i hope that you'll manifest that this year and you'll really sit down and take the time to think about your goals this was your life coaches guide to hacking your new year's resolutions and actually reaching them we wanted to make sure to talk about this in the show and hopefully you have found some golden nuggets now like i mentioned earlier if you want to be in touch about coaching or anything else that we talked about you can always sign up for an assessment online or get more information on our guilt-free squad our website is leveluplatina.com you can email us directly admin at leveluplatina.com if you have questions or want to know more about this topic or any other topic or if you want to suggest a topic for a future show you can also follow us on instagram facebook twitter instagram and facebook our handle is really simple it's at level up latina on twitter it's at latina underscore up so wherever you choose to follow wherever you choose to chime in we hope to hear from you and we hope to have inspired and empowered an incredible community reach their goals I want to remind everybody that we are badass latinas latinos if you're listening and the world needs us the world needs us. So if your goals scare you, do it for the world. Don't do it for you. We need you. We want to hear from you. And cheers to 2022 and making it the most successful year to date in your life.
¿Cómo la ven? Bravo. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, lo que celebren. Todo, todo, todo. Feliz de la Virgen. Oh, si cierto, ya viene. El Día de la Virgen de Guadalupe. Todo, if you're celebrating a birthday this month, oh, even better. Happy, happy yeah. celebration. That's Man, awesome. I have to really enjoy being in the last month of my 30s. <laughs> That's because right. Because in January, I'll be joining your club, ladies. The last of our crew to turn 40, baby. Yeah, you're the last one. Finally. Cuarentona y buenona. The turns 40. Maybe next year we'll 40. talk about bodies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah,